When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. We're back. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. What is that say? The Zone. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the Charbroiled Oysters at Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar. Want to say good morning, welcome in to you. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're enjoying the uh, Jimbo Fisher uh, versus Nick Saban round one of 2022. Um, they've obviously played each other every year since uh, Jimbo Fisher was uh, the head coach at Texas A&M. Uh, if you remember several years ago, uh, Alabama and Florida State opened the, the season and uh, Alabama knocked out DeAndre Francois, I think it was. And um, Nick Saban and, I'm sorry, Jimbo Fisher and Florida State never recovered. And so Jimbo had finally this past year, he got past Alabama. And they beat Alabama in, the, uh, in College Station, as most of you remember. And uh, uh, Zach Calzada uh, made an unbelievable throw in the right corner of the end zone for A&M late in the game. And, and A&M did what they needed to do to win. Now, the problem is they lost to Arkansas, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and LSU. And Mississippi State had a solid team. Uh LSU for LSU standards was terrible. Um, Ole Miss had a really good team. And Arkansas had a good team. It's a really good team for Arkansas standards. But out of those three, you know, the the one, the one team with like a really, really top-end QB, and Will Rogers is good, but with the top-end QB was, was Matt Corral. 
So eight and four and not going to the, uh, you know, bailing out of the Gator Bowl. I guess the question is, what'd you get out of it? Now, flip side is Texas A&M fans will say, well, guess what we got out of it? We signed the number one recruiting class in the country and we beat Nick Saban again. And then he uh, catered uh, to the fan base yesterday in calling a press conference and hammering Nick Saban. This is what Jimbo Fisher uh, had to say in reaction to Nick Saban a night before at a corporate event saying that every player in the Texas A&M class essentially got an NIL deal. Yes, I would. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top and the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families in Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we've got to sit here at this level of ball and, and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids and their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. It really is. And it's a shame we have to set up here and have this conversation about things we do. And it's it personal to us? Yes, it is. It's personal to A&M. It's personal to our players. It's personal to our coaches and everybody involved. And I know the guy. I know him really well. It's amazing that we're allowed to do those things. It's really despicable. And I, and I hate it. For our players who are coming here, who did things the right way, have done things the right way, and will continue to do things the right way, I apologize to you that people insult you publicly the way they're doing it. And our fans, I, I apologize to you guys for people saying those things about Texas A&M. I promise you this. There are no, there are no violations. There are nothing wrong. It's the second time we've had to do this with grown men who don't get their way and want to pout, throw a fit, and act up. Just go ask all the people who work for him. You'll know exactly what he's about. I always said this. My dad always told me this. When people show you who they are, believe them. He's showing you who he is. Questions? Uh, to the left, Olin. Uh, a couple of things, Jimbo. First of all, have you had any contact with Nick since? No. Uh, oh, he's called. You just didn't take the call? Not going to. We're done. And, uh, he shows you who he is. And then I just wanted to. He's the greatest ever, huh? And then I just wanted. You to got make, all the advantages. Uh-huh. It's easy. And I just wanted to uh, just put it point blank. So, no players in your. You're saying that no players in the state. There's no, no laws of anything we ever promised done anything that goes against the laws of the state of Texas, and it's insulting to say a 17-year-old and his family broke laws. No. Down front, Brent. Y'all have both spoken so highly of each other in the past in terms of what y'all have done in your previous relationship. So how disappointing was it to hear that from him, you know, in terms of, you know, a mentor type? To it's well? disappointing. No, I wasn't. Now, listen, you coach with people like Bobby Bowden and learn how to do things. You coach with other people and learn how not to do things. There's a reason people don't go. I- 
Learn how not to do things. You coach with people and learn how to do things. Bobby Bowden, you coach with people and learn how not to do things. So uh, Jimbo went ahead and went scorched earth on his former boss. And I think we thought mentor, but that's over. Uh, Do you think they'll talk before the game in Tuscaloosa, Blake? Yes, they will meet and do the obligatory five-second handshake and talk, I think, yes. Because I think Sankey will sit both of them down and say, boys, we ain't doing all this in the public. Okay. Remember what happened when A&M leaked that they didn't want Texas and Oklahoma in the league, and then within 24 hours, Ross Bjork put out that statement of, we love everybody and we're all unanimous. Sure, sure. Like... As our friend Rivers Huey from uh, Baton, ESPN Baton Rouge said, I've been home one day with my kids from school, and I feel like Sankey does about Jimbo and Na- Nick Saban. Right? I mean, right. Sankey's just playing dad, and he's having to discipline them. They'll, Saban and Jimbo are both professional and grown up enough to understand what they have to do. Well, is Jimbo? I know Nick Saban is. Yeah, is Jimbo? I think Jimbo is. Listen, Jim- he, he played this part on the way out of Florida State. Correct. The, he is 100% the last emotional. Two years, you know. I mean, Jimbo Fisher's like 55 years old or yeah, something. Yeah, 56, I believe, is what, okay. is what he is. Okay. It's 56 and like 70 are the two ages, which is hilarious. Okay. As someone said on Twitter, it's like watching two high school girls show up to prom with the same dress and then argue about which one of them has to change. That's I mean, they're, do, they're doing the same thing. There's nothing different. Like, Jimbo reacted in a way that is typical of someone who's allowed to just display their emotions with no regard for consequence, Right. And so I'm not surprised Jimbo reacted this way. And the whole like, oh, he called, but I didn't answer. We're done. You know, like that's such a high. You've had a high school girl, and I know she probably wasn't uh, a bad child in any way. But like there were moments where you're like, all right, girl, the attitude is enough. Like, like that's Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo's just got that attitude of like he's a little hurt. He's a little sensitive, whatever. I think by the time they get to game time, they'll, sensitive is under yeah is an understatement. They'll know they'll they'll shake hands and and spend thirty seconds together and then walk away. You know. Yeah, but see, a lot of times coaches visit for like three to five minutes. Yeah, that's not happening. I, I don't think no, so. No, no, they'll do the they'll do the obligatory handshake, promo, whatever you you know, photo op, and then they'll separate one hundred percent. I thought Shane nailed it on Twitter. Uh, Jimbo is heated. A&M is going to be on a mission this year. I would hate to be their Duke's Mayo Bowl opponent. <laughs> wow. What a shot. What a shot. Oh, my uh, gosh. Pat in Birmingham says, uh, going to be like the scene in Days of Thunder where he sits Tom Cruise down and the other gentleman and says, boys, you going to go out there and kill yourself? That's fine. Nobody cares. But you ain't going to do it on my racetrack. <laughs> That's pretty good, too. That was on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Uh, Blake, can Mississippi State hold Tennessee to 20 runs or under today? I'm being serious. All right, we'll talk about it on the other side. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. 
every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Nick Saban of the summer. And uh, yeah, this is a hold my beer moment for sure. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 1059 The Zone, is brought to you by the Armory in Ridgeland. Uh, we're excited to have the Armory on the show. They're Mississippi's number one source for top of the line, best in class, premium firearms, optics, and suppressors. And uh, they make the suppressor buying process simple, and they can walk you through the suppressor buying process. That's all at the Armory in Ridgeland, Mississippi. It's on Lake Harbor Drive. It's right down from Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. It's on Lake Harbor Drive, the Armory, right in front of Kroger, right across from Gateway Tire. The Armory in Ridgeland is Mississippi's number one source for top-of-the-line best-in-class, premium firearms, optics, and suppressors. Also want to let you know that the M Braves are in town today, tomorrow, and Sunday. And the first 1,000 fans tonight get a uh, receive a championship hat from uh, last year's championship team. Is that correct, Blake? That's right. A little M Braves double-A championship hat to the first 1,000 people to enter the stadium tonight. So. That's exciting. Uh, enjoy some helmet nachos, the Farm Bureau, the newly renovated Farm Bureau Grill. Oh, yeah. And an ice cold Dr. Pepper. Grab some peanuts. Have some fun. Uh, the Braves have a really good roster. They have some players that you're going to watch on WTBS or TBS, um, among other platforms. And exciting time for the Atlanta Braves AA affiliate plus the Atlanta Braves organization. M Braves are in town today. Tomorrow and Sunday, first 1,000 fans receive a championship hat. Uh, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I asked Blake. He didn't answer, so I'm going to put him on the spot. Uh Blake, does Mississippi State hold Tennessee to under 20 runs tonight? Uh, Only if Tennessee starts all their freshmen. (laughs) Do they have any – can I go play for Tennessee? I just get a couple of bats in. Let me tell you something, man. 
they are ferocious let me, looking. Let me ask you a serious question. It's like LSU in 90 – you don't remember this. But oh, yeah. It, it, it's kind of like LSU in like 96, 97 where I'll never forget sitting in Duty Noble Field as, as a college student. And all I'd ever known was – Mississippi State baseball since the time I can remember sports, which is right around 1980. And I'm sitting in Duty Noble, and and I it finally hit me. This program has no shot to win a national championship, one. And two, this Skip Bertman club is so much better, one, and they look so much different. Yes. Correct. That's what I got. Now, since then, a lot has changed. Again, John Cohen resurrected the pro. We've, we've walked you through this. John Cohen modernized the program. Lamonis and his staff did an amazing job last year. They won the national championship. They hung the banner that the program so desperately needed. But when, you, when I watched Tennessee last night, and I've heard about them all year, and I've watched a little bit of them on TV, and I know they played Ole Miss a few weeks ago, and I watched some of that. But goodness gracious, where did these guys come from? It's like Sal Panola in 2000 and whatever year that was, four through eight or whenever they went 67 and zero. Yeah. Uh, right, Blake? No, I'm, I'm 100% with you. <clears throat> Tennessee reminds me of there were just times over the last 15 years where an Alabama team or, you know, even like an LSU team would come into Startville. And you would go, <laughs> we're not playing the same sport. <laughs> like, right. we're, 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 y'all are playing football and we're out here playing two hand touch, dog. Like, like yeah. this isn't even the same sport. Dang. That's what Tennessee, speaking of people who transcend sports like Tennessee baseball team, I'm going to segue this. We didn't put prep for this in the break, so just bear with me here. John Daly, legendary golfer. We've had him on the show now, I think a couple times. And, you, we mentioned in our pre-show stuff when we were talking about it. John Daly, you know, got to two under yesterday. He was leading the PGA for a few, a few minutes, and he, he ended up posting a look. He posted a plus two round, which I could go it's out there. Bad. I could go out there and try a hundred times and not get plus two. So right. I get it. It's still, but he he shows he shoots plus two. What do you think John Daly did after his his first round at the PGA Championship in Tulsa, Oklahoma? He he made two stops. Can you give me the two stops John John Daly made after his plus two round to start the PGA Championship? He made an appearance at Hooters. He made an appearance at Hooters. That is the first place he went to. He went okay. to Hooters, and of course, there's pictures with him and all the Hooters girls out front. He had himself a nice <laughs> little meal. You know, I think I genuinely think that John Daly likes the food at Hooters. I genuinely believe that. No, I agree with where you went after the show yesterday. That that John Daly would much rather be – like if he's in a major metropolitan area and he can go to the Palm or – which, you know, is a franchise steakhouse but high end, okay? Yeah, yeah. If you go, hey, John, we can go to the Palm or we can go to Chili's or Hooters, he's like, dude, let's go to yeah. Chili's or Hooters. You could offer him Kessler Prime or Hooters and he would take Hooters. And it's not a yeah. shot at Kessler Prime. It's just who John Daly is. Right. <laughs> and that's why – the flyover states love him. Yes, exactly. Like, and here's the second reason why. After his stop at Hooters, would you like to know where John Daly spent the rest of his day before retiring to, uh, to bed? A casino. A casino. Pictures surfaced of John Daly sitting at a uh, 
slot machine in Tulsa, Oklahoma, one of the like five casinos in Tulsa. He was sitting at the slot machine just yesterday afternoon after shooting his plus two at the PGA Championship. Oh, my goodness. He's a legend. I mean, he's just not going to change. It doesn't matter. No. He's going to be John Daly. No, you and I were rounding for like two hours. He was amazing. At, at Mossy Oak, he was exactly <laughs> – look, I'll never forget Terry Powell. T. Powell walks up to me. He goes, okay, interview's good to go. All right? And I go, great. He goes, is this live? I go, no. He goes, good, because I don't know if he'll cuss or not. And two, I'm not sure if he'll be sober. And I said, great. And obviously he was he was great he was so you know whatever, but he was everything that everything that you the listener think John Daly is he is that's who <laughs> he was as Blake and I were, I mean we spent like twenty five thirty minutes just right beside him in an interview and then the two hours though where he was roaming around that's who he is as Blake said he went to Hooters after. And by the way, that was a good round. I mean, that was a great overs. round. A two over on that course is, I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he's he, 56 years old. He's 56 years old. He played a, a wonderful round of golf yesterday. Kudos to him. Uh, I don't know if he can do back to back, but we'll see. Um, and, you know, Tiger fell apart. I mean, Tiger was four over, but, and that's still a pretty good round on that course, which is just ugh, brutal. Um, but he, he goes to Hooters in the casino as Blake said, he's not going to change. Nah. <laughs> and when we met him later at Two Brothers that night, I mean, he was sitting there with an Arkansas T-shirt on and shorts and flip-flops, having a drink, smoking a cigarette, and just being one of – you would never – if you didn't know who John Daly was. You'd never expect that, yeah. You would never – he's just anybody that you could see at a – Super cool local bar and restaurant in a college town. Yeah, getting it's just hanging out. Getting cleaned up for John Daly means grabbing a clean shirt, clean T-shirt out of the pile from the right, not the left. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. Like that is John Daly to a T. And he really comes off as a guy who who is is really not worried about anything. No, not, like I don't know, no. and, and maybe he does. I'm not claiming to get inside, but like I don't see him as a guy who's worried about what's happening five minutes from now. 15 minutes, three hours. No. I think things just kind of take care of themselves. People point him in the right direction. He just ends up somewhere. He's he's a guy that says, as long as I got a cigarette in one hand and a beer in the other, it doesn't matter where my feet are. Yeah, and if we're within 200 miles of a Hooters, we can get the bus there. All right. M Braves in town. Today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Uh, first 1,000 people get a championship hat from last year. They go through the gate, helmet nachos, cold beer, Dr. Pepper, M Braves, Mississippi Braves, in town today, tomorrow, and Sunday in Pearl. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And good morning. Welcome in. This is ESPN 1059 The Zone. This is the Out of Bounds Show, driven by your next Ram truck, Jeep Grand Cherokee, pre-owned or new. At Mack Hike and Flowood, visit MacHikeFlowood.com. That's MacHikeFlowood.com for your next uh, truck or SUV. Our guests join us on the Corona Premier Guest Line, and uh, we've been talking about the Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher story all morning uh, Saban made a mistake a couple of nights ago with his comments, um, especially when he singled out Texas A&M and said all the players were paid um, through an NIL deal. And then Jimbo Fisher uh, made what I think is an even bigger mistake and uh, by calling a press conference and going on and on and on about it. And I would have to believe that Commissioner Greg Sankey is livid with both parties um, but probably more so with A&M. But we're going to bring in A&M insider uh, Brian Peroni, Gigum 247, to talk about this. So, Brian, I would have to believe because Nick Saban has had so much success and people have Saban and Bama fatigue, that your board and the A&M fan base is just about 100% behind Jimbo and his counter to Nick Saban's comments? Oh, absolutely. I mean, A&M fans are going to support an A&M coach no matter what. But they've also, ever since A&M signed the recruiting class that was ranked, you know, number one all time, I mean, all kinds of fan bases have been coming after the Aggies and, and trying to say that they bought the class and things like that. So then when Nick Saban comes straight out and says it, I think uh, A&M fans were definitely excited to see that press conference from Jimbo yesterday. Okay, so what is the truth? I mean, give me a number. Uh, what what has the collective or collectives, I don't know how many there are, with because you can have as many as you want, and obviously they're not tied to Texas A&M. These collectives have to be, you know, created through boosters and friends of the program alums. But uh, how much has the Texas A&M collectives raised that you know of, Brian? I, I honestly don't know about that. And, you know, Jimbo was asked about that yesterday and said that he, you know, he doesn't know either because he's not hands-on. And I've been told that's the case, that he, he doesn't deal straight with that. And, and he very well likely doesn't know. But 
a lot of the recruits that they landed, I mean, these are, you know, a ton of five-star kids, but they had uh, ties to A&M, such as uh, Gabriel Dando, uh, Brown Lodendi from Florida. His parents have been planning to move to College Station to work in a ministry for a couple of years now. He was committed to Oklahoma and then flipped when Lincoln Riley uh, took off. And, you know, uh, Lebius Overton is another kid. His dad was uh, was uh, an assistant AD at Texas A&M for 11 years. He was born in College Station. So it sort of was the, the perfect storm last year when you're putting together a recruiting class. Most of the kids came from Houston of the highly ranked ones, but the out-of-state ones, almost all of them had legitimate ties. And, you know, so just sort of everything fell into place. And, and so I could see why Jimbo Fisher's upset that people just assume that it's all, you know, just wrongdoing. Okay. Uh, Brian Peroni, Gigum 247. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line talking Jimbo and Saban. Uh, where – what about you, Brian, or some of your colleagues that sometimes have to look at both sides and step back maybe a little bit? Um, did you feel like did you feel like at all that Jimbo came across a, as whiny and jealous and some resentment there, considering his former boss has been so successful? So I, I was a little surprised that he took uh, you know some of the personal shots that uh, you know he he's called out, you know, Saban's character and basically, you know, implied, you know, things, things definitely weren't on the up and up in Alabama. So yeah, that, that surprised me. And that was, uh, I, I know you mentioned Greg Sankey, you know, he's already come out and admonished both, uh, both coaches. I mean, there's nothing he can really do, but he's come out and, and you know, given him a verbal warning, I guess, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, so, yeah, I, I was surprised that Jimbo went uh, that hard, but he's also a guy that he's going to one if he if he feels like he's been wrong, he likes to he doesn't have social media, so he's going to get out and kind of try and write the ship. But also everything he does, he does sort of with a mind on recruiting, you know. And so if he looks like he's defending his players and defending his recruits, you know that's that's all he really cares about. You know, he's not trying to win the hearts and mind of the national media. He's trying to win the hearts and the minds of, of recruits and their families. And I think he did that yesterday. Like I said, I, I was a bit surprised at the way everything everything happened, and, and I, I would not have uh, gone in on Saban like that. But I would tell you that just looking at the feedback and talking to a few recruits, they seem to, uh, you know, seem to like that side of them. Okay, fair enough. You're listening to Out of Bounds. We're visiting with uh, Brian Peroni. He's with Gigum 247 talking A&M. Football and Jimbo Fisher and this new feud that we have. Uh, we had Kiffin and Fisher a few months ago. Now we have uh, Fisher and Saban, and we'll see who else uh, either targets Jimbo or Jimbo targets uh, between now and Labor Day weekend. Give me more of this. It's good content for radio. Um, okay. So Jimbo, he's coming off this recruiting class that was unbelievable like you just referenced. But he's got the same record as Kevin Sumlin. Is anybody in the fan base talking about, you know, are we, yeah, we're recruiting gangbusters, but how much closer are we to getting to Atlanta and winning, Brian? No, obviously, you know, there's there's some pressure there, especially with how much uh, money they're paying paying him. But Kevin Sumlin started off hot with, uh, with Johnny Menzel and then just went downhill after that. And Jimbo did, you know, this, this past year was, was disappointing, uh, you know, with the eight and four finish, but that, uh, but 
A&M on the, on the whole is is going up. I mean, it's they're ranked in the top ten of pretty much every you know way too early poll and the top five of a lot of them. Um, so, and recruiting is obviously that they finally look like an SEC defense, which was never the case under someone. So I think fans see uh, see A&M on the come up, and so there's there's a little more excitement than there was. You know, obviously there was excitement the first couple of years under someone with Johnny Mansell, but then. Things died down after that, and he just plateaued at it was eight and five every year. I think four years in a row. So if that happens with Jimbo Fisher, obviously he loses a ton. But right now he's got you know he's built up enough uh, enough in the bank, especially after the number three or four finish it was uh, during the the COVID year in two thousand. What what if he goes nine and three this year, and and you're really you're still you still feel like you're light years away from not only playing in Atlanta. But beating Georgia or Florida or whoever, you know, shows up there, Brian. Well, I mean, he's got a contract that has uh, has no buyout. Um, you know, if he's if he's fired for any reason, they have to pay him. I believe it's immediately. They, you know, it's not even an installment. So his, you know, he's he's safe at A and M because of of that fact. I mean, there's there's no way to get him out of there. But yeah, he probably you know nine and three. I mean, in the SEC, that's you know especially. You know, with the way that, other than uh, with A and M, how they started under Johnny Manziel, that's better than they have been. So I don't think fans would quite turn on them yet. But that would be a little disappointing. You know, even with the fact that they don't have you know a quarterback, but that there's a battle that could last into the season. You know, that would be disappointing. But I don't think it's enough for fans to fans to turn on them just yet. Now seven seven and six or seven seven and five, you know that uh, that that would probably be a different story. Okay, uh, Gigum two four seven. He is Brian Peroni on the Corona Premier Guest Line. We're talking Jimbo Fisher in Texas A and M. Uh, is there any discussion that Jimbo's really not that good of a play caller, and that he's a super recruiter, and has made some some good hires on the defensive side of football? And Elko was exceptional, and Durkin, although a step down, is really good. Uh, is there any discussion that? Jimbo is running an antiquated offense compared to, uh, you know, I mean, when you look at today compared to, you know, maybe 10 or 12 years ago when Jimbo was running this offense at Florida State? Oh, no, for sure. I think uh, you do see a lot of fans on the board that, that uh, wish he would hire an OC that actually called plays and, and give that OC some freedom instead of now, you know, Daryl Dickey is not the, uh, not the play caller Jimbo Fisher is. And, you know, the national title, he had uh, Jameis Winston, who was, you know, an electric quarterback who could, you know, was not a was not a dual threat guy that could run when he did. So A&M has been recruiting those types. But but, yeah, there is definitely some concern among A&M fans, especially there. There has not been a downfield threat in the passing game at all the past couple of years. So if that doesn't change this year with the five-star receivers coming in, then you'll start to see fans really, you know, make some noise about, hey, you know, you need to hire an actual OC that calls plays. So, yeah, that's a concern for sure. Do you buy that they that Jimbo Fisher and the staff invested too much in beating Bama starting in August all the way through the year? And that uh, – because of that, they kind of dropped the ball against teams that they should have beat, like Mississippi State and uh, Arkansas. Um, I don't know about Ole Miss. That was in Oxford, and Ole Miss was really good, but they wasn't even a competitive game. 
and then a dead man walking Ed Ogeron team. How did that land in, in College Station? Oh, the, the LSU game especially was the one that, uh, you know, fans definitely weren't happy with to close, to close the year. And because there was no bowl game, you know, that's, that's the taste that was left in their mouth. But, no, I mean, Jimbo Fisher does, you know, he every coach tells the press, you know, well, we're focused on, on one team, this, this team this week only. But, you know, from what I've seen from the players, it really is the case. They don't really look ahead. Now, obviously, they know there's the game with Alabama, but – other than 2012, A&M had not beaten Alabama, you know, since they joined the SEC. So it's not like this, you know, it's this rivalry that that has has been a huge deal. I mean, they've gotten beaten pretty handily by Alabama most other seasons. So I really don't think they were they were looking forward to that. I mean, Jimbo made that off the cuff remark uh, last summer at a coach's night about how they're going to beat Alabama's ass. But you know, I think that was just him having a little fun and also he probably wishes he didn't say that you know at the time because it got a lot of run but I don't think it was anything the players latched on to to be honest uh Brian Peroni Giggum 247 on the out of bounds show uh, how do you how do you see this playing out this summer do you think that uh after the conversation that that Jimbo Fisher and Ross Bjork had with Greg Sankey yesterday um obviously Saban and Byrne did too but do you think that's it, that Saban, that uh, Jimbo, he'll let it, not let it go, but that he's not going to say anything else about it in public? I would say that's probably the case. I mean, he will be asked about it. He's got a coach's night deal tonight in San Antonio, and then obviously he's got the SEC media day, so he'll be asked about it. But I, I expect him to uh, demur a bit and just, you know, pass on it because he's sort of, you know, if he had a goal with it, he's gotten that accomplished. And if he didn't have a goal with it and was just mad, then he's gotten it off his chest. So, yeah, I think it'll it'll die down. Now, obviously, it'll be a huge storyline heading into October 8th, but I don't expect any more logs to be thrown on the fire. How much how much frustration is it in the in the fan base with moving over to the SEC in whatever that was, 2011 or something, 12? And and Come, like you said, you, you come out of the gate, really nobody knew that Manziel was going to be a star. You, you go to Bryant Diddy, you beat Bama, you, you blow Oklahoma out in the Cotton Bowl. And since then, you never really got the payoff. I mean, you're right, Jimbo had a, a good COVID year going 9-1, and one, but, you know, still not, no Atlanta appearance. How much, and you, you've raised like a billion dollars for the football program. Uh, in the last 10 or 12 years. So you got all the money and resources in the world. How much frustration is it in the fan base that, that the payoff hasn't happened? I mean, obviously there's, there's going to be a frustration, but you're dealing sort of with a, with a bit of a long suffering fan base. I mean, they, they, there's been one conference title in the last, you know, the last two conferences they've been in, they won the S the, uh, the big 12 in uh, 1998. And other than that, you know, they have not won a conference title since, Southwest Conference. So, at this point, they're they're not really judging you know success on Atlanta. Now, obviously, that's the goal every season is to win the SEC, and fans want that and they're talking about that before the year. But you know, they just haven't been able to get over that that Bama hump. And when they have gotten over that, they've struggled in the other games. So, because there hasn't really been the taste, you know, other than 2012 when they still didn't uh, make make the SEC title game because of a loss to LSU. Other than 2012, there really hadn't been a taste of that. So, 
you know, it's not something fans are, are missing because they haven't been there, if that, if that makes any sense. Obviously, they want it, but it's not like if Alabama all of a sudden went on a 10-year, you know, a 10-year dry spell of not making it. Okay, um, quarterback position you mentioned earlier. We're visiting with Brian Peroni, Gigum 247, Texas A&M insider on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Uh, QB battle, how do you think it'll shake out? In August, if you would have asked me before the spring, I would have said Haynes King, who was supposed to be the starter last year and and started the first two games before being injured. I would have said he had the inside track, but I, I think Max Johnson coming over from LSU had a had a pretty good spring and would be the the betting favorite if I had to set the lines. They also really liked uh, the true freshman Connor Wick. He probably had the best spring, but I don't think with the talent that they have on the team they're ready to trot out a true freshman you know as a start of the first game of the year but if he does get in there and mop up time in some of these games and has has uh you know some good reps and the starter struggles then uh, he's a guy to watch too but i would say probably max johnson you know a little bit ahead of hanks king and then then connor wigman you know was sitting in the shadows but there's not going to be a starter name until i'd say probably two days before the first game and even then, I could see them playing both of the veterans. Okay. Ooh, that's pro- that's usually not a good recipe. Do you? Is there someone dynamic enough at the quarter? Bottom line is there someone dynamic enough at the quarterback position to drive this team to a space and, and a mountain that they've never climbed? Uh, yeah. So Haynes King is one actually one of the fastest guys on the team, and then. Connor Wigman was a time dual threat guy in high school. So if one of those two guys ends up with the job, it means that they've shown something in the running game that obviously Max Johnson, that's not going to be his forte. So those guys really, you know, they're good at keeping their eyes downfield and making things happen. Nobody is going to be Johnny Manziel again, but they are, you know, they have some of those qualities. You know, Connor Wigman made some plays on national TV this past year. In a, in a high school game that looked just like Johnny Menzel. So if one of those two guys wins a job, they can. Um, you know, even with Haynes King coming off the injury that uh, cost him last year, he's still got that speed. So, yeah, they, they, they're they up there for sure. Boy, Miami's a big game early, isn't it, Brian? Oh, no, for sure. And that's one, I think, you know, with the fact that Miami has been down for a decade or so, I mean, I think fans – a&M fans right now might be overlooking that and not realize how good the Van Dyke and, and the Hurricanes really are expected to be and should be this coming year. So, yeah, that's going to be a good one. That You know, I know a lot of people are looking forward to I'm looking forward to. Are you going to uh, – do you go to SEC Media Days every year or are you going this year because of the Jimbo Saban thing? How, do, how does that look for you? Well, we, we send somebody every year. It's not always me. I've, I've, I've been a few times, but uh, – you know, I after yesterday, I said I, I might have to might have to book myself this year. You know, it could could be interesting, but you know, I'm also curious how much you know. Like I said, that 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 warning from Sankey yesterday, how how much fun that takes away. I know you mentioned that good content for radio. You know, it's good content for us as well. So, well, I'm curious yeah. to see what what happens going forward. Man, I, I got to be honest, y'all are a fascinating university and program for us. Uh, it just you know with 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 unlimited resources and the wealth that your alumni base has and and look it's a it's a wonderful university and it's a good sports athletic department but i i just feel like 
y'all have left a lot on the table in the big three sports, Brian? Oh, I would I would 100% agree with that. You know, uh, A&M tends to hold on to coaches too long. We've seen it in baseball. Before uh, they brought in uh, uh, Jim Sosnego this year in baseball, they had three coaches who coached uh, – the past three coaches have coached for close to 70 years, just those three guys. And, you know, no no title. Several college world series appearances, but no title, you know. So seeing what A&M is doing under Schlossnagel now, you know, in second in, – in leading the SEC West and second overall in the SEC is a, is a big deal. You know, basketball, you know, Buzz Williams, is, you know, they made an NIT run, but A&M's never really had any success in basketball outside of Bill uh, Gillespie, so you know that's that's just sort of a bonus if they're good there. But uh, but yeah, the football program should should be better than than it has been, like you said, especially with all the resources. But the resources haven't always been there, haven't always been you know allocated correctly, um, and that's that's one thing that you know Kevin Summon really pushed for, and then Jimbo Fisher has really done. I mean, there's there's a really nice athletic complex on campus, a nice indoor facility. And they're already, uh, you know, tearing that down and, and building something new. And I know that's, you know, Jimbo is one of the main reasons why. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see if things change in the next, you know, three or four years. But, but they, they, they definitely have the, the ability and the ammo to do that. Okay. With Ross Bjork, um, he dropped the ball left and right at Ole Miss in Oxford on some things. Um, what, what is the A&M base think about him? Or is it, Brian, that Jimbo Fisher casts such a big shadow that nobody really cares? I think I think the latter would be true. Now, uh, you know, Bjork, there, there's, there, you know, everything he's done, you know, has has been positive to this point. But even if there were some, you know, some hiccups, I mean, it really is, you know, the Jimbo Fisher show in College Station. You know, I, you know, I, he's sort of got carte blanche over, over everything. So, you know, I don't think anybody really has too much of a, a, a beef with Ross Bjork, but like I said, he's, you know, he came out and defended uh, Jimbo yesterday and that's the kind of thing that A&M fans, you know, want to see. So, you know, they're happy with him for sure. All right. We'll leave it there. Uh, Brian Peroni, uh, Gigum 247 on the Corona premier guest line in the out of bounds show. Big year for A&M. And uh, coming off a disappointing eight and four, but then a great, amazing uh, recruiting class. And many people believe the best defensive class. Uh, they signed the most talent on the defensive side of the football than any school has ever signed in one class. Now we'll see who all lives up to the to the four and five star billing, but uh, they have loaded the boat as far as talent. And we'll see how much closer or can they punch their ticket to Atlanta. Brian, uh, super job. Enjoyed catching up today. Uh, I have a feeling that you'll have plenty to write about and post about this summer on Gigum 247. And uh, we appreciate your time today, man. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Brian Peroni on the Corona Premier Guest Line, Gigum 247. You're listening to Out of Bounds ESPN 105.9 The Zone. So, uh, there you go. The Jimbo, look, Blake and I talked about it an hour and a half ago. Jimbo Fisher played to the fan base. I mean, look, y'all, all, everybody has, outside of Bama fans, everybody has Saban and Bama fatigue. So, the fact that Jimbo is tied to Saban, 
and he was part of his first national championship at LSU as his offensive coordinator. And the fact that he went scorched earth on Saban yesterday and went really personal. I mean, talking about how, look, you know, Bobby Bowden did it the right way. Nick Saban did it all the wrong way. And and other things, despicable. How many times did he say despicable, uh, Blake, in the press conference? So we've got a uh, another rift in the conference. We thought Jimbo and Kiffin was good. No. Jimbo and Saban, that's a 32-ounce bone-in ribeye from Kessler Prime. Good morning. Welcome in. Hour number three on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. The Out of Bounds Show. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.